The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Are you ready to stop wasting time and make a shift towards enhanced productivity? Welcome to Breakthrough to Yes with Collaboration, featuring your host, David B. Savage. In our program, we will show you how leaders and their organizations are using collaboration to innovate and move ahead of their competition. It's not just about customers or employees or the board. It's working together throughout your company and with your stakeholders. Now, here is David B. Savage. Now is our time to lead more powerfully, consciously and collaboratively in ways that make our world and our nation and our communities a better place today and in the future. Leaders are making this essential shift now. So welcome, everybody. This is our show called Come Together. Yeah, come together. Think about that great Beatles song, Come Together. Here comes old flat top. He comes moving up slowly. Come together right now. I'm not going to even try to sing it. In my upcoming book, Breakthrough DS, I set out the 10 steps that are essential to collaboration. See my website for the download of all the episodes. Too often, leaders think about collaborating. The first thing they do is call a meeting. In my 10 steps, come together is actually doesn't happen until the sixth step. Before meeting, we enhance our probability of success by first setting intention then becoming more aware of the circumstances, the people, the players, the interests, then looking for where the conflict is. We talked about that. There's a real gift in conflict. Making sure that we have diversity in our group so we avoid groupthink. Design it carefully. We'll talk a little bit more about that today. We talked a little bit more about that last week. Uh, today we're talking about step six, come together. I'm really delighted that this show features three of my most respected leaders in Canadian business and philanthropy, and they're also key leaders in the Heart and Stroke Foundation of Canada. These three are quality people and my friends, Donna Hastings, Rod McKay, and Art Corpatch. The Heart and Stroke Foundation serves as an important part in the research on heart disease and stroke prevention. This organization, of which I'm part of the Provincial Advisory Board, has progressed through a complete reorganization that has been very challenging, necessary, and successful. So for those of you that don't know, or those of you that are in France, Malaysia, China, you've got similar organizations, I hope. The vision of the Heart and Stroke Foundation is healthy lives free of heart disease and stroke. Together, we will make it happen. So what does collaboration mean inside a national not-for-profit organization? Well, key messages for today are, one, do far more to create the container when you come together to achieve more than your objectives. Take care. Think about it. Be prepared. Two, by committing yourself to organizations like the Heart and Stroke Foundation, 
you will build your network, learn much more about leadership, and serve the greater good. Every organization must continually adapt to change and find even better ways to serve its clients and market. Here's an excerpt from my book, Breakthrough to Yes, Unlocking the Possible Within a Culture of Collaboration. Notice it's culture. It's not an event or a project or a meeting. So take your time going through the first five steps before you come together. Rushing to meet too soon is the equivalent of a quickie with your lover. Yeah, I said that. At times it's just right, but most often you're missing an amazing experience. Take the time it takes to make it the best it can be. Now, assuming we all hope for a healthy family, economic, environmental, and social future together, then how would we design that? How would we come together? Well, here's, here's some characteristics of great collaborations. For your organization, can you say that our intention is authentic? Can you say that we build relationship and trust first? Can you say that we invite and respect diversity of opinion? We listen. We seek new ideas from the collective wisdom. At our Heart and Stroke Provincial Advisory Board, we have a tremendous cross-section of volunteers, wise women and men, who come from life in very different backgrounds, different business expertise, and it works. Now, in your organization, can you also say that you commit to action and hold accountability? I hope so. According to Mark Leslie, putting the we in leadership, stewardship is about what we can do together to build something great that we can be then proud of. The best-run organizations create environments that attract the best and the brightest. Those people can then use their judgment and autonomously make decisions consistent with the mission and vision of the company. So, what do you need to move this from just a meeting or a project to a culture in your organization? Well, oftentimes, it's changing how you do it, shifting your brain, um, getting outside. I'm proud to say that our Heart and Stroke Foundation of Alberta, Nunavut, and the Northwest Territories, our provincial advisory boards, our meetings always include a walking portion. So we walk while we meet. Get outside. Yeah, other room designers, architectures, architects, etc., they look for ways of changing the meeting space. They have different rooms for different types of meetings. Ritual is important but has been much ignored over the past 50 years. Ritual beginnings and endings to collaborative groups serve as an important marker to our brain, heart, spirit, and body that something different is happening and we need to be open and aware of. Just realize that collaboration, coaching, dispute resolution, and most transformative processes are step changes. If they're one-time events, they'll be abandoned, they'll be lost, the learning's lost. Who likes Dilbert? I love Dilbert. Dilbert's amazing. Scott Adams says, Few things in life are less efficient than a group of people trying to write a sentence. The advantage of this method is that you end up with something for which you will not be personally blamed. Is that what collaboration is for you? So after the break, we're going to talk to the key executives of the Heart and Stroke Foundation of Canada. 
go to heartandstroke.ca to find out more. And also, you know, look for opportunities to get involved. Your time, your resources, and your expertise. And upcoming is our 40th anniversary Ski for Heart. So if you're in Western Canada or wherever you are, join us at Lake Louise in January 2016, skiforheart.ca. Now we'll go to a commercial break. David B. Savage and his upcoming book, Breakthrough to Yes, Unlocking the Possible Within a Culture of Collaboration, delivers a proven process to make collaboration work for you and your company. While creating the conditions that promote innovation and breakthroughs within and across your business and network, seize this opportunity to join a movement of progressive, principled, and successful leaders. Engage with David B. Savage on Breakthrough to Yes today. Bring him to speak to your organization and engage his executive coaching and business consulting. See much more at davidbsavage.com. Savage's book, Breakthrough to Yes, Unlocking the Possible Within a Culture of Collaboration, will be published worldwide in February 2016. His co-shared book, Ready, Aim, Excel, 52 Leadership Lessons, is an international business bestseller on Amazon. Contact us now for a free 30-minute conversation on how more collaborative leadership may benefit you by visiting davidbsavage.com. That's davidbsavage.com. Higher education faces lots of changes. If you are a student, educator, or in the workforce, you'll want to tune into Big Beacon Radio, transforming higher education. Your host, Dave Goldberg, and his guests will explore the innovations that higher education adopts as it reinvents itself. The world of higher education is constantly changing. Stay on top and stay ahead of the rest. Big Beacon Radio, transforming higher education. Listen Mondays at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Business Channel. If you hear a dog barking or an angel singing, then you know that you are listening to Waking Up in America. Heard every Wednesday at 3 Pacific Time, Valerie Kirkard and all of her friends will bring you powerful and humorous discussions that raise thoughts and give you insight on how to live your life to its fullest potential. Adventure is always a must on Waking Up in America with Valerie Kirkard every Wednesday at 3 Pacific. You are listening to Breakthrough to Yes with Collaboration. To reach David B. Savage or his guest today, call into the program at 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to Dave at savagemanage.com. Now, back to Breakthrough to Yes with Collaboration. Now it's my real pleasure to introduce you to our feature guests. What I'll do is I'll introduce them separately, ask them for their insights, and then before our day is finished, we'll have all three of them having an open discussion with you. Let's start with Donna Hastings. She is the Chief Executive Officer for the Heart and Stroke Foundation, Alberta, Northwest Territories, and none of it, or HSF Alberta. She's an experienced and dedicated leader of both employees and volunteers, and she served for five years as Alberta's Vice President of Health and Research. Um, she's a paramedic, an adult educator, a not-for-profit leader, and a leadership coach. Uh, she's coached me. 
Donna received the 2011 Heart and Stroke Foundation of Canada Chair Award in recognition for her leadership, commitment, and outstanding contributions. Hi, Donna. What else would you like to tell our listeners about you and your work? Well, thank you so much, Dave, uh, for featuring the Heart and Stroke Foundation and our learnings. Um, in my role, I have lots of variety and lots of opportunities to, to collaborate within the Heart and Stroke Foundation and with other organizations uh, that I volunteer with. So the classic definition of collaborate that I learned was two or more people co-laboring together to achieve an outcome greater than the individuals could. And uh, so I used to picture um, in the olden days, you know, a group of people doing physical labor together, building a, a retaining wall or, or a railway. But today, um, the purpose of collaboration is more likely to be innovation, solutions, or building better organizations. And where I see collaboration living is in teams and partnerships in associations and alliances as each person brings all of their abilities and includes their networks and and all of the resources that they can tap into. So so I've created my own current definition for collaborate and I've uh, broken it down into three word parts. And the first one is co. So who needs to be collected or Sometimes it's collared and coerced uh, to come together <laughs> to to co-create something or or to contribute to a cause. There has to be a draw there. And then secondly is is labor. Um, I have found initially that there can be more labor up front involved as as um, we've all experienced the the forming, storming, norming that that a collaborative collective can have. However. It's been my experience that the outputs and the outcomes are almost always superior by doing it this way. And then third is eight, A-T-E. So in my opinion, ideally, um, the collaborator should meet face-to-face and be fueled by food, um, especially in the forming phase. Just the simple act of eating or sharing a beverage together, uh, I find really facilitates trust. And so from the initial intention to implementation, collaboration is really about um, quality of the relationships. The best example that I've experienced in recent years is with the Heart and Stroke Foundation. So just a piece of context for, for everyone listening. For 60 years, the Heart and Stroke Foundation had existed in a federated model. Uh, organized by province across Canada. And in 2011, the CEOs, the national board members, and the provincial board chairs came together in a collaborative to find a better way to serve Canadians. And so face-to-face, we resolved to unify into one foundation, Many organizations looked on and told us that they'd tried that, and it it just couldn't be done. It didn't work. But in less than a year, we legally unified and then began the exciting work of creating a a coast-to-coast strategic plan, maximizing our mission, and um, being the best stewards of our resources. So... 
One of the keys, um, as, as I was reflecting back in preparation for this, was, was to have a senior statesman whom everyone knew and trusted to be our, um, what I'm going to call, collaboration broker. And that person was Rod McKay from Calgary. He, he was the former board chair for, for Alberta, Northwest Territories, and Nunavut, our, our region, and um, a member and leader within the national board. And I, I, I watched and listened as he brought um, provinces together, the leaders from the provinces, as he would follow up with one-on-one calls to address um, insecurities or, or needs or hopes of an individual or group, group of individuals. And, I mean, I don't, I don't know what his cell phone bill was like during that year, but he was continually connecting with people and just facilitating that collaboration to happen. And so um, it's, it's thanks in, in large part to Rod uh, and many others, all of the right people in the right place at the right time willing to do the right thing. Well, thanks, Donna. I guess what I'm hearing underneath that is, uh, yes, it's teamwork, it's together, it's a national unification. And Rod was your quarterback, the the go-to guy that actually made things happen. So it's a good collaboration is a, a combination of individual champions, quarterbacks, and also a healthy team that has the same vision. Well, I think that's a very good metaphor. Well, let me introduce uh, Rod now, if I might, Donna, and we'll come back to you. Rod McKay is chair of the board of the Heart and Stroke Foundation of Canada. He's also chair of the board of Tourism Calgary and member of the board of the Calgary Sports Tourism Authority. He's a busy guy. He's a fellow of the Chartered Accountants of Alberta and has been a member for the last for the six years ending 2013 of the Alberta Securities Commission and lead independent member. He serves on a whole bunch of boards, including the board of the Institute of Corporate Directors, Calgary, and, and uh, Art, who you'll be introduced to later, is the chair of the ICD Calgary. Uh, prior to Rod's retirement in 2006, he was a partner in KPMG, the International Audit Tax and Advisory Firm. So, Rod, uh, tell us more about yourself and your perspective of collaboration and unification as national chair. Um, I guess, thanks, David. Uh, one of the things that, uh, just to set the record state uh, from some of Donna's comments, that uh, one of the things that uh, what happened at the Heart and Stroke Foundation uh, through collaboration, working together, uh, it was a team effort. And it was a number of folks coming together, each of them actually adding their skills and their interest um, together to um, to actually achieve what we achieved through unification. And that continues on now uh, through what uh, unification was the, the first step. It was a big step, but then the next thing becomes one of how do you work uh, effectively through what you've created. Uh, and you cited, uh, David, at the at the beginning of uh, when you're introducing Heart and Stroke Foundation, even our vision. Our vision is clearly set out on the basis of one of the phrases in it is together. Together, we will make it happen. And that's critical to uh, how we've approached, how we approached unification, and how we are continuing to, uh, to deal with the challenges that we face. 
Uh, one of the things that um, I think we were fortunate in many respects um, of a number of people with common interests coming together at a particular time, and a particular time in, in our history, if we wanted to make a difference, and we wanted to make a difference across the country, um, we really had to um, sort of set aside some of the boundaries, to take down some boundaries and, and, uh, and create a new organization uh, with a new vision and a broader vision. And um, in those conversations that uh, happened, um, there's a couple of things that uh, would highlight one of the things that you mentioned, and it was I think you talked about um, this being coming together with step six. And um, that, I think, reflects our experience. Um, it, a lot of stuff has to happen. A lot of things have to happen uh, before individuals and before people can, can come together uh, to collaborate. One of the aspects is... Uh, you don't have to like the folks that come together, but you have to respect them. And the respect could happen, and the respect is gained uh, through um, the things that Donna talked a bit about, was the, uh, whether it was eating, um, whether it's drinking, uh, whether or not it's playing games. Um, and it is actually doing things uh, together, meeting, even meeting and taking breaks, uh, actually help very, very effectively in, in coming together and both um, developing both respect for the individuals and understanding of their particular perspectives. Um, our experience um, in uh, what uh, we believe we created and are continuing to build upon uh, wasn't around compromise. It, was, um, it wasn't to say, well, we'll meet in the middle, middle ground. It was actually to figure out um, what we what we, individuals wanted to achieve, and then what it meant. And so that uh, uh, some folks might have been, uh, and I know one of the things we wanted to do was to bring more uh, more funds and more of the money that we raise towards our mission. Well, there has to be a conversation around what the mission is, and it has to be a conversation about what that means and how do you deliver it. And there you have a, a number of um, bringing experts together and bringing lay people together. The lay people are the ones that might go door to door, the people that are actually looking for the, the funds to, to put into research and uh, brought together with the researchers and what do they want to do and what do they want to achieve. So that what we found was that there was a wide array of interests and stakeholders that needed to be connected and consulted uh, through the uh, through the process, um, but also uh, <clears throat> trying to or working to, to ensure that we didn't individuals didn't compromise their particular points of view, and so that they say, "Oh yeah, sure, we'll go ahead with that," but and fundamentally they didn't want to do that, and so that comes out during the course of. Um, Social events um, and also in the form in the formal meetings, so that um, it it and what uh, I think what uh, has happened and what happened with us uh, was a very much uh, interactive, um, different people meeting different times um, and getting together in, in different ways, and so we had a series of meetings across the country and brought 
together a whole host of um, interested individuals with their perspectives and um, also respectfully debated those in public uh, forums where people could express their particular views. You know, you've said so much there, Rod, about uh, not compromising, understanding people's interests, understanding, being aware of the different factors that are influencing people. And before we go to break here, I really want to underline what Rod McKay has shared with us today. It's not about compromise. It's using the metaphor of the orange. It's not about cutting the orange halfway down the middle. It's actually finding, okay, who wants to use the pulp and who wants to use the rind. There is so much more through excellent collaboration. So we'll be right back after the break. Does your business, like many, face obstacles to becoming successful? Would you love to have an open forum of entrepreneurial ideas and best practices brought to you each week? Tune in for The Second Stage with hosts Brendan Anderson and Jeffrey Cadlick. We'll spotlight entrepreneurs and growing companies that are creating a vibrant economic base, as well as addressing some of the obstacles that could be standing in the way of your success. Listen Mondays at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Business Channel. David B. Savage and his upcoming book, Breakthrough to Yes, Unlocking the Possible Within a Culture of Collaboration, delivers a proven process to make collaboration work for you and your company. While creating the conditions that promote innovation and breakthroughs within and across your business and network, seize this opportunity to join a movement of progressive, principled, and successful leaders. Engage with David B. Savage on Breakthrough to Yes today. Bring him to speak to your organization and engage his executive coaching and business consulting. See much more at davidbsavage.com. Savage's book, Breakthrough to Yes, Unlocking the Possible Within a Culture of Collaboration, will be published worldwide in February 2016. His co-shared book, Ready, Aim, Excel, 52 Leadership Lessons, is an international business bestseller on Amazon. Contact us now for a free 30-minute conversation on how more collaborative leadership may benefit you by visiting davidbsavage.com. That's davidbsavage.com. You are listening to Breakthrough to Yes with Collaboration. To reach David B. Savage or his guest today, call into the program at 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to Dave at savagemanage.com. Now, back to Breakthrough to Yes with Collaboration. Thanks, Donna and Rod, for your insight on collaboration and the Heart and Stroke Foundation, Canada and Alberta, and unification and the challenges and what's required. Let me now introduce Art, who is the newest to the Heart and Stroke Foundation with his Alberta perspective. Now, Art, again, just like Rod and Donna, is somebody I have a deepest respect for. Art Korpach is ICDD, chair of the Calgary Institute of Corporate director's chapter and by the way any of you that want to really enhance your skills your awareness your 
capabilities in your network uh, with respect to current or future director positions, get involved with the ICD. It's excellent. Art is corporate director, serving on boards of the Canadian Oil Sands, and he's a little busy this week because of uh, uh, unsolicited offer from Suncor. He's on the board of Conexus Corporation, Freehold Royalties, and HBC Energy Services. Art is also chair of the Alberta Heart and Stroke Foundation board and past chair of the United Way Calgary. Art is past vice chair of the CIBC World Markets, where he managed the, the firm's global energy investment banking business. So I could go on and on about all three of my guests. Um, Art, tell us more about you and your perspective on the Heart and Stroke Foundation and collaboration. Well, David, thank you. Thank you for having uh, us on the show, and uh, thank you for the, uh, the uh, notes on ICD as well. Uh, I guess uh, my uh, uh, view is that collaboration is absolutely critical to achieving uh, value creation and success, and I, and I think collaboration is especially critical when you have a complex situation or challenge uh, that you're trying to manage, or you have a complex organization in which you're working or interacting with. And if I look back at my 27-year career in the financial services sector, collaboration was absolutely critical as we brought together experts in derivatives, fixed income, credit, uh, all to work together to provide the best advice and service to our corporate clients. And I think of those corporate clients who are primarily in the energy sector, and they uh, are collaborating as well every day. Uh, in fact, 14 companies in the Western Canadian energy sector have entered a collaboration called COSIA, where they've shared over $1 billion of research that they've undertaken in an effort to try to have the best uh, technology and uh, processes to manage their environmental compliance programs and to minimize impact on on our environment and to minimize and help solve the climate change problems. When I look at Heart and Stroke Foundation Alberta, and I certainly have to thank Donna and Rod for getting me involved in this organization. It's an absolutely wonderful organization, and I see collaboration being core to everything we do. Uh, we collaborate with multiple levels of government, uh, with the federal government on trying to place uh, AEDs in our community centers and hockey rinks throughout our province, uh, working with the provincial government on, as well as the federal government on advocacy uh, initiatives where we're trying to uh, get better uh, health uh, programs, uh, reducing uh, the sugar intake of our, our population. Uh, and we're doing a couple of things that are really key to, uh, to my uh, heart, uh, David. Uh, one of them is uh, with the school system. We are reaching out, uh, and we focused on grade 10 students, but there are many different levels of, uh, of students where we have different activities. But for the grade 10 students, we've been focusing on some heart health education and, and training on AED use and on CPR training. And those kinds of initiatives are huge collaborations where we're bringing together survivors who can uh, tell the story and the need for this kind of uh, a program. 
Uh, we're bringing together our trained professionals who deliver the, the services and the information. We're bringing together teachers, students, and government and educational system representatives. So it is a, a broad group of individuals working to try to effectively make a change in the education of the next generation. And I think that's exciting, uh, but it is a huge collaborative effort. Uh, another area that's very uh, near and dear to my background, being the uh, the corporate business world, is the wellness of employees. And and I think uh, many corporations recognize that healthy employees lead to strong performances and good business outcomes. And it's that relationship uh, and success that I think we need to communicate broadly through the corporate sector. And Heart and Stroke Foundation is uh, trying to provide our professionals uh, who are trained, our information, uh, and uh, bring that to the corporate world so that uh, on a collaborative basis, uh, their employees can be offered better programs and better information uh, to their own well-being uh, and obviously a great contribution, we believe, ultimately to our society. Uh, David, when I think of collaboration, I think of a number of elements uh, probably top of my list is passion. Uh, there has to be in there, and I think uh, others have referred to it as a quarterback or a leader or a driver, but in the group of uh, entities and individuals, there needs to be passion to get to a particular uh, goal. And along the way, I think it's important that there be lots of information, lots of understanding, uh, and a definition on, on where you want to get to, and then measurement of whether you are actually achieving it or not. And I think many, um, uh, many collaborative efforts uh, uh, may start out fine, but may need to be adjusted along the way. And so I think continuously you have to look at the dynamics of the, the people and you have to measure how you're, you're moving so that you can make the adjustments that will be required. So those are some of the thoughts that, that I have, and, and I certainly see it being uh, key to uh, some of the success uh, we've had at Heart and Stroke uh, uh, Alberta and, uh, and what we need uh, to be successful going forward. Yeah, well, tell me a little more, Art, about measurement. You know, that saying, uh, what get measured gets accomplished. So how, what kind of measures do you have in mind with respect to Heart and Stroke and, and how we're collaborating, how successful we are in our mission? Exactly. Thank you, David. Well, I think the key is, uh, and you start at a number of different levels, you can measure uh, both, uh, if you will, outputs and uh, outcomes. And uh, you, let's start with outputs, so which I think are, are building blocks. So how many uh, grade 10 students did we reach in the province this year in terms of educating them about heart health? Uh, how many uh, uh, people did we get through our training for CPR or AED? How many AEDs did we place in the communities and how many communities are yet to, uh, to receive them? So those are, are, I think, measures of building blocks or outputs. And so we need to accomplish that to get to the end results. The end results, the outcomes would be ultimately, have we changed people's lives are they behaving and living a healthier life that will cause uh, us to have and, and, and contribute to a lower incidence of heart disease and stroke? And so those are the outcomes that we ultimately want to achieve. 
and, and, and measure and our goals and objectives. And along the way, we have these, these building blocks, uh, I would say, David. Thank you so much. Now, before we close this interview with the executive of the Heart and Stroke Foundation of Canada and Alberta, Northwest Territories, and none of it, I want to ask Art, then Rod, then Donna, what is one thing you would challenge our listeners to do or be more aware of to make their collaborations more successful? Art? Well, uh, and I would, uh, I guess, challenge uh, your listeners to to recognize that they have many collaborations to to look and see uh, the best elements of the ones that are working well uh, and try to transfer those to, to the others. Because every day we collaborate, whether it's at our family level, at our work level, or at our, uh, our not-for-profit level. So I think uh, identifying uh, those best elements, whether they're passion, measurement, or other items, and seeing how you bring that to all elements of your life. Yeah, learn from what's working well. Rod, uh, what's your challenge? Um, I think the key is to listen. Um, you probably, each of us probably know what we think is the issue, uh, what we think is the solution. Um, and I think the key is to listen um, on any of the, anything you're trying to do uh, with others. Um, and I think you'll find that um, the solution um, is not uh, likely what it appears to be, or the issue uh, is not uh, frequently what it appears to be uh, at first glance. And so only by, the, uh, by listening and listening to the other stakeholders, both for what their issues are and their concerns are, but also what their ideas are. I think those, um, if you do that, I think um, solutions, uh, workable solutions, um, can be found. Thank you. And Donna? I came across a, a quote recently and have searched, uh, and the author appears to be unknown, but um, it seems to sum it up, um, and it's, we may not have it all together, but together we have it all. <laughs> and uh, I, I really agree with Rod about listening being the catalyst. And I cannot resist playing off Dr. Fraser Crane and saying, hello, we're listening. Let's collaborate. <laughs> Wonderful. Now, before we uh, complete, uh, any last words from each of you? Donna, you first. Well, I'm looking forward to the release of your book early in 2016. <laughs> Thank you. And Rod? Collaboration is not easy. It's hard work. Thank you. And Art, you do get the last words. Well, and I, I want to make it a thank you to you for all of your efforts uh, with Heart and Stroke Foundation and, uh, and uh, for having us on the show today, David. It's been uh, fabulous, uh, and we look forward to uh, more discussion on collaboration going forward. Well, thank you. And to my listeners, wherever you are, I'm, I'm delighted that we've, we're actually heard now in, I believe, 12 nations around the world. Think about Art, Rod, and Donna, and who the Art, Rod, and Donnas are in your country, your community. Serve. And now we'll go to break.
What if every day was a good day for business? Because every decision you made was the best choice. What if you could receive regular input from credible sources and could acquire all the precise information you need exactly when you need it so you can make the right decision every single time? Because There's More challenges you to make better decisions. Join Laura Ellis every Monday at 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific, and 2 p.m. GMT on the Voice America Business Channel and learn how to think differently for better decisions, better business. David B. Savage and his upcoming book, Breakthrough to Yes, Unlocking the Possible Within a Culture of Collaboration, delivers a proven process to make collaboration work for you and your company. While creating the conditions that promote innovation and breakthroughs within and across your business and network, seize this opportunity to join a movement of progressive, principled, and successful leaders. Engage with David B. Savage on Breakthrough to Yes today. Bring him to speak to your organization and engage his executive coaching and business consulting. See much more at davidbsavage.com. Savage's book, Breakthrough to Yes, Unlocking the Possible Within a Culture of Collaboration, will be published worldwide in February 2016. His co-shared book, Ready, Aim, Excel, 52 Leadership Lessons, is an international business bestseller on Amazon. Contact us now for a free 30-minute conversation on how more collaborative leadership may benefit you by visiting davidbsavage.com. That's davidbsavage.com. Effective leadership is what will propel the world, organizations, and businesses through a range of dynamic changes. How do you keep up with these changes, build skill, and lead effectively? Listen for Innovative Leaders Driving Thriving Organizations with Maureen Metcalf. Maureen offers tools and engaging guests who are leaders in their field. With each week, you'll work on and improve your skills to lead with confidence and drive your organization's success. Tune in every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific, on Voice America Business. You are listening to Breakthrough to Yes with Collaboration. To reach David B. Savage or his guest today, call into the program at 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. You may also send an email to Dave at savagemanage.com. Now, back to Breakthrough to Yes with Collaboration. During this show, we've heard the wisdom of Art Gorbach. Rod McKay, and Donna Hastings. We talked about mission, unification, collaboration, and more. We talked about listening. We talked about vision. We talked about having each other's back, taking care of each other, and service. If you want to build your network, your sense of worth, your service, well, then volunteer, donate, and support organizations that align with your interests and community. These three leaders, Rod, Donna, and Art, have made huge contributions to our well-being and our communities. And of course, Dr. Michael Hill with his ESCAPE project, that's a collaboration across the globe on uh, stroke recovery. So the outreach, maybe you're in uh, France hearing this, you are touched by the work of the Heart and Stroke Foundation and the research that our researchers are doing, and we're touched by yours. There is only one world. Uh, thank you for the Heart and Stroke Foundations around the world, cancer, whatever cause you see. Now, normally at this time, I focus on the outrage of the week. And past outrages have been the Syrian refugees, Volkswagen, 
people app, um, Uber. You know, when we're talking about heart and stroke and health and caring, I don't want to talk about outrage this week. Uh, That just feels toxic to me right now. So I want to go to vision and caring for others. Let's, Let's focus on how we do that. How will you do that? Think about and use the Breakthrough to Yes system. When you think about what not-for-profit, research, environmental, political, or other organization suits you best, use my 10 steps. This is a process. This, this will work. Don't run out because you know somebody or your daughter came down with something that scared the heck out of you. All of those things are good things. Slow down. What is your intention? What do you need to be aware of? Where are the uncomfortable things that you need to learn from? Is this a group, a not-for-profit, a health, ingo, whatever, that is unusual to me? Can I learn from diversity? And does their design, how they come together, does it meet my needs? So today, we've really heard a lot from the Heart and Stroke Foundation Canada and Alberta and Northwest Territories and none of it. Thank you for doing that. Our key messages are do far more to create the container when you come together to achieve more than your objectives. As Rod said, it's not about compromise. It's about getting more, getting bigger, making the pie bigger, not cutting up that pie. Number two, by committing yourselves to organizations like the Heart and Stroke Foundation, you will build your network, learn much more about leadership, and serve the greater good. You know, here's one of the things that we know is true. If our life is difficult, if we're under a ton of stress, if we feel separate, one of the healthiest things we can do is volunteer help others, and therefore build self. Third key message is every organization must continually adapt to change and find even better ways to serve their clients and their market and their purpose. So thinking about your organization, your company, your not-for-profit, how do you assess the state of your organization's collaborative ecosystem? Yeah, What is your organization's collaborative ecosystem? How would you assess your organization? How would you assess the challenges and opportunities in your connection to other networks, your strengths and weaknesses? This is an evolutionary assessment. This will be a success indicator, a a first-in and continual assessment you can do in your organization every month, every year, whatever it is. Go to my website, davidbsavage.com, and you'll take a look at the preliminary assessment. Customize it for yourself. I offer it to you freely. Here's some great work. Here's some aspects and questions, topics that you can prioritize. Think about the elements of essential collaboration. Rank your team specific to a project or on a scale of 1 to 10. Representing one being not very effective, five being very effective, 
check this out. So here's some of the questions on my uh, assessment to a collaborative ecosystem. And there's 40 of them, but here's 10. We start with the end in mind and work back to today. Yeah, start with the end in mind and work back to today. How effective are we at that? Are we a one or are we a five? Another question. We have positively experienced the value of collaboration together. Have we? Have we celebrated? Have we had that glass of scotch together or that walk, that hike, that high five, punch it? Do we celebrate what our collaborations have been? Have we experienced the value? That value could be bonuses, could be, wow, we impacted that family because they had a, a uh, stroke and they were able to respond quickly with a fast technique. Another question, we do understand our clients' needs. If you want to be collaborative, you need to really listen to those clients. Fourth question, our clients or communities actively collaborate with us. In other words, they come to your organization for your guidance, your expertise, they seek you out. Fifth question of the 40 questions. Do we seek those that we disagree with, that we're in conflict with? If you do, that's a great thing. Give yourself a four or a five. If you like groupthink and being blind, then we'll give yourself a one. Do you have a clearly stated principles for working together that respects the ethical values of all the members. Are you clear on your intention for each collaboration? And the intention will be different. Do you make sure a variety of perspectives are represented? Do you, thinking about Rod again, do you listen, listen, and listen? Listen for what's underneath Really listen for this. So before we go, I want to really thank the Heart and Stroke Foundation, all of the you know, cancer foundations, all of the people that are seeking to give us healthier and happier lives. Next week's show and guests are Linda Mathy, business development consultant, joint venture consultant from Cabo San Lucas, Mexico. Tara Russell. Tara is President and Global Impact Lead at Fathom Cruise Ship Lines. Tara lives in Boise, Idaho. And Steve Smith. Steve Smith is Senior Advisor, National and International Stakeholder in Government Relations at the Alberta Energy Regulator in Calgary, Alberta. The show theme for next week's show is the seventh of my essential 10 steps to collaboration it's listen deeply. So thanks again, Rod, for leading the segue into that. Listen deeply. If you want to look at all 15 episodes, go to my website, davidbsavage.com, and you'll see the entire schedule. You'll see the assessment tool. You will see um, much more. Reach out. Email us. Call us. Let us know how we can be of service to you. So my call to action now as we get ready to close, is 
Long before you come together as a team or a project group, create the conditions that will make your collaboration more successful than you hope. The investment of your time and resources and your people in your network will pay you back. May not be in this moment, may not be next year, but build your collaborative ecosystem, your culture of collaboration in your organization. Really come together powerfully. So I want to thank you for your time and your collaborative awareness. We'll talk to you next week. You say you've got to win at any cost. No golden rule, no line you haven't crossed. Who cares if Mother Earth's in tatters? You're the only one that matters. Sorry, buddy, you've already lost. I have a dream that there's enough for everyone And it's not about who's lost and who has won It's so simple, it's so wise No defeat, no compromise It's the future, it's already begun So find a win, win, win or walk away Everybody wins or find a better way no exceptions, no excuses, no one wins if someone loses. It's a brand new game and that's the way we play. Confrontation's a mistake that we've outgrown. I know I'm better off with you than on my own. When we change the way we start, the intention in our heart makes us more than we could ever be alone. The whole is greater than the sum of all the parts. It's a game that we've all won before it starts. So let's choose the very best. Together we'll break through the yes. When we lead with love and follow with our hearts. So it's a win-win-win or win, oh, walk away. Everybody wins or find a better way No exceptions, no excuses No one wins if someone loses It's a brand new game and that's the way we play It's got to be for everyone It's not for just a few The only way that I win is if you were winning too It's more than economics It's not taught in any school this game of life is ours, and we're changing all the rules. So find the win, 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 or walk away. Everybody wins, or find a better way. No exceptions, no excuses, no one wins if someone loses. It's a brand new game, and that's the way we play. So find the win, 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 or walk away. Find the win, 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 or walk away. Find the win, 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 or walk away. Thanks for tuning in this week to Breakthrough to Yes with Collaboration. Your host, David B. Savage, invites you to join us again for another engaging episode next Thursday at 9 a.m. Eastern Time, 6 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Have a breakthrough week.
Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Business Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericabusiness.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. 